Welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm your host, Bridget Eileen Sisko. This is the show where I get to interview the coolest, most badass women entrepreneurs who have built six, seven, and eight figure businesses. We highlight the woman behind the success, her journey, the ups, the downs, and we learn how the heck she built this empire. Welcome back, Empire Builders. It's your host, Bridget Eileen Sisko. I'm so grateful that you have landed here this morning or this evening or whenever you're listening to the show. Today's episode is with my friend and colleague, Kaylee O'Keefe. She is the founder of Soul Excellence Publishing, USA Today bestselling author. She is a speaker. I love hearing her speak. She just has so much life in her when she talks, as well as a startup growth advisor. Now, Kaylee and I have known each other for a couple of years now, both entering the world of writing a book, publishing, leadership, speaking, value-driven businesses. And this was a great conversation where we could probably just, you know, riff and talk for quite some time. But here's what you can expect in this episode today. We talked about the intellect versus intuition and what that can look like in your own business journey, how to marry creativity and business. Kaylee does a lot of work in the corporate space with corporate leadership, executives, and a lot of her work is how can she bring back heart and soul into the corporate world. She does a great job at marrying them together, bridging that gap. We also talked about who she is beyond her business, and she told this beautiful story at the end of a picture of young Kaylee. It was so descriptive, and I can literally hold the vision of her as a young child. So stay tuned for the end of the episode to listen to that. Make sure to share this episode with a friend. Tag us at She Builds Empires Podcast on Instagram, and go tag Kaylee O'Keefe as well. She is on LinkedIn. She is on Facebook. Go connect with her because she's up to so many amazing things and has such a heart of gold. Enjoy this episode. Welcome, Kaylee, to She Builds Empires. I am so grateful to have this conversation with you today. Uh, I love reconnecting with you, Bridget. Like, I know it's going to be so fun. And so I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah, I feel that way too. This is not the first time on an interview with me. We had a different podcast episode together maybe a year ago, but that was such a good conversation. That's what always seems to happen with us. (laughs) (laughs) we're like we're traveling similar paths but like and we're seeing things like a little bit similarly than a little like it's it's yeah and I like so much has happened between last year and today so yeah I think we're gonna go deep as we do I think so it was maybe three years ago that we co-authored a book called awakening together I almost forgot about that That (laughs) that was a start and then we went on to start our own publishing companies. Kaylee is the founder of Soul Excellence Publishing. She's also a USA Today bestselling author and a startup growth advisor. So you have a lot of really fun titles and you, I'm going to call you an athlete. I'm going to call you an athlete also. <laughs> you know, I'm going to own that because this week I've actually been back at the gym, like for real, for real, like lifting weights, pushing sleds to like add into my like typical yoga, running, dance, biking routine. And I'm feeling... I'm feeling like an athlete right now. So I I don't know if you like, yeah, thanks for noticing. (laughs) You are so welcome. Well, you've always inspired me. I admire you. And 
you know, we have some similarities in being very focused on business. You know, we can get into the masculine. We want to grow things. We like talking about scaling and some of the more businessy type things, but we can also talk about creativity, intuition, leading a soul-led life. And I love that both of us appreciate that perspective of both of them together. So that's kind of where I want to start today. And if you can take us back a little bit, because I know that this wasn't always your experience. This wasn't always even what you were doing um, career-wise. So let's start there. Yeah. I mean, I, I love what you just said, because I've been thinking of like the infinity sign and like the point right in the middle, that's like, there's like soul, there's heart, there's feminine on one side, then there's masculine, there's mind, there's like assertion on the other side. I'm always trying to find like, Ooh, how do I like play in the middle? And you know, for the longest time, I wasn't playing in the middle in my career. I was very much, you know, I I grew up in the world of management consulting where we learned a research process to actually, it's so helpful now that I think about it. The whole process was designed to challenge conventional wisdom. Um, and now it's funny because I look at like the offshoot of that company. And now I think it's the purveyor of like bad conventional wisdom, but like growing up in the process, I was like, okay, so like I learned all of these intellectual tools for the first eight years of my career. And I was traveling, teaching executives how to think differently about leading their communications teams, their sales teams, their marketing teams. Um, but every two years, like I'm a very restless person. It was always like, Ooh, how do I get promoted? How do I get to the cooler parts of the company? And so I always had a mind for like wanting to achieve because I, you know, I, that was just part of my DNA. That was the excellence piece of like, okay, I want to rise up. I want to win. I want to get promoted. I want to move on. And that took me to San Francisco where then my like mind was blown open because I arrived there in 2012, like the rise of Uber, the rise of Twitter. And I started to feel like very uncool where I'm like, Oh, I don't know software engineering. I don't know anything about tech and I should just jump into this world and figure out what's going on. And so I jumped into the startup tech world and that opened my mind because it's where I started to realize that being an entrepreneur, I thought it meant that you had to, um, I thought it was innate. Like it's just some people have it. Some people don't, most people don't have it. Most people want to follow. And, uh, and then I realized working with an incredible CEO at a company called SnapDocs that actually it is a mindset. It is a belief. It is a set of actions. It's really a way of being more than anything. And I saw how our CEO just was constantly communicating the vision of just saying, this is what will happen. And what I didn't realize at the time that I now realize is like, he was manifesting. I'm like, oh, this is when thoughts become things. It's just, you are speaking it enough and you're so tuned into like, what does the world really need? And you will then come across so many naysayers who just can't see it. And I was so inspired by that. And at the same time, realized that I just didn't love the world of tech, of real estate, of mortgage. Like I started to have my own little awakening behind the scenes of like all of the achievements started to feel less and less exciting. You know, it's like, okay, promotion. Okay. Now I have to hire this. Like it felt very, like I flatlined, you know, (laughs) and, um, and then I like to think I'm a little ahead of the curve because I had started to listen to my intuition and like February of 2020 was when I told myself, I only like, you only live once. And I felt called to Florida from San Francisco. I felt called 
to create a business. I had no idea what I meant by that. Um, and so I did like, I made the move. I arrived here February 29th, 2020. And it just the last two years, which we can get into and, and like what I've learned since like, um, there's so much talk in the the like corporate world right now of the great resignation sparked by the pandemic, especially for women who started to reevaluate their priorities. And so I feel a little bit on the head ahead of the curve of that. And for me, it was always the great reimagination and saying, you know what? Yes, this is one path, but actually it seemed completely linear. Like I knew what was going to happen in my life. If I stayed in the tech world, I was like, okay. And then my family and I will buy a house in the East Bay and then I'll be VP and then I'll be an angel investor. Like it, it was just like, yeah, that'll be my life, which could have been a great life. And yet I was like, where's the mystery? Where's the unknown? Like, where's the fun? Like, um, I want to create. And so, uh, it's been two years of being on now this journey, um, which, yeah, I couldn't have predicted at all. So when I think about you, I think about some of these words like creativity, soul-inspired wisdom, and I've been so inspired to see how you've brought that into the work you're doing while still serving some of these more corporate clients, people who are highly successful. And before we even started today, we wanted to talk about this idea of, you know, striving for success and wanting to grow something and be something, but also bringing this like soul inspired wisdom that you've used in. So let's start there. Yeah. So when I, when you and I met and had the opportunity to write in the book awakening, that's what sparked for me, my own journey of like wanting to be seen for so much more than my accolades and my own success. It's like, I felt like people looked at me and they just saw they just saw Duke. They just saw SnapDocs, which is you know now a super well-known company in San Francisco. They just saw like the team, like they just saw that stuff. And I was like, no, but like, you're not seeing my heart. Like you're not seeing this like whole journey to really like learn along the way of like, who am I and what am I about? And so when we had that experience, I realized like there's obviously so many more people in corporate just like me who have been go, go, go since they were very young. Like basically I need to build my resume. I need to get into a good college. I need to get into the right company. And like, then my life will be set. And then you're there and you're like, oh, it's not set because it turns out like I, <laughs> no one actually really knows the real me because I am wearing a mask and not a bad mask, but like I'm playing a role. Am I actually being me? And so I brought this concept to like my network of corporate executives, you know, via LinkedIn. And it's interesting. It's like, I had to kind of, um, I wouldn't say lure, but like invite people into my first publishing project by appealing what I realized in retrospect to their ego a bit more mm. of like get published. You'll be a best selling author. Like you'll have a, an Amazon author page. It's like, I still had to appeal to that part of them. That was like oh, achievement. Like I can't wait to tell my team or my spouse or my whatever that I, this, I did this thing. And so I was like, okay, I understand that. I sort of marketed that. But of course, the title of our first book was Leading Through the Pandemic, Unconventional Wisdom from Heartfelt Leaders. So I also sprinkled in like some words that were going to attract people that were like, ah, like a little more in the soul world. And then um, and then what happened after that was just uh, the aha that I had, which was, OK, everyone started writing their chapters and it was such a fraught time. It was October of 2020. It was like six months into whatever was going on. 
And when you stripped it all away, everyone did want to be seen for the real inner work that suddenly they could not avoid because the perfect life or the perfect schedule or the perfect, whatever, like it, it crumbled in different ways for different people. Like suddenly the health issues that they had, like, Oh, this is a real thing I need to worry about my kids. What are they actually learning in school? Okay. Do I really like working at this company? What does it feel like to lead a team remotely? Like all of the emotion came up. And what I realized is they too wanted to be seen for their heart, for the way they care, for the way that they contribute for um, the patients that they had for all of the things that are not rewarded in the typical corporate structure. And this was for men and for women. And then what I learned is like, once people wrote just a chapter, like 3000 words of like what they were experiencing, the grief from losing people in their lives of losing the sense of like freedom, like there was so much going on. And what it, it sparked for so many of my authors was this, wait a second, I have to make some sort of change. And the people that I've worked with, we've now worked with, I think almost 200 individuals in the last two years through all of our different books um, is that, okay, they've gone on to either leave their job to actually maybe seek a promotion to a company where they could shape the culture more. They've started the podcast that they've wanted to do. They focus more on their kids' education. Like, just writing it and feeling supported and then feeling I'm not alone because in their companies, they felt alone because they couldn't talk about these things. Then I was like, Oh, this perspective shift, which opens the doors to them actually following the things that mean more. So. Wow. Yeah. That makes my heart really happy. <sighs> which piece? Cause I, there's I, a lot there, but for me, for me, I've always felt like we we should live lives where we can be all of ourselves. That's why I quit, you know, pretty much every job that I had because I was like, that this doesn't honor me as Bridget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to see people who are highly successful have, you know, built an incredible life, one at least that they thought they should build. And to then have this opportunity, like this this door of reflection to say, is this, is this it? And you provided them that space. And it's funny because you probably didn't realize that that's what was going to happen. Of course. No, I thought we'd, I thought we would write a book together. I thought we'd do some, you know, do like a virtual summit afterward. And like, we would all move along. And then people were like, wait, no, I want to write my full book now. Wait, I want to actually create my own community of people that want to talk about the topics I care about wait, I want to spend time in person and go deeper on like my leadership strategy, but how it's a reflection of who I really am. Like, you know, it's like this people wanted all these other things. I was like, Oh, okay. Like I see what's happening. Um, <laughs> and you know, I talk a lot about wisdom because I feel like I've come from this world that really focus on expertise. And I feel like what the last two years at least showed me is like, expertise can be super, super narrow and like age and, uh, and wisdom is much more, okay. It is this inner knowing it is being able to look broadly. And, and so I feel like in our books too, because I bring people together who otherwise wouldn't have met because they're not in the same industries. Our authors have been from 12 different countries. Like they're starting to like, Oh, connect the dots in new ways because it's not 
just the same business association, just the same company meeting, like just the same thing that they've always done. Um, and that also just sparks some new insights. And to me, like that's where we're starting to focus more on wisdom and not just like the a narrow view of expertise is how I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you and I have talked about on I just remember talking to you going for a nice long walk and, you know, here, oh, yes. you're up to, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I know that you're a visionary and it's beyond just the publishing of the books. So I'd love to talk a little bit more about what you are building and like what you see yourself creating. Hmm. I know it's exciting. <laughs> I remember that walk uh, when we were talking and I remember the like five different massive iguanas that I crossed paths with as I was talking with you because it was middle of the day, the hot time when they're out sunbathing. Um, so like, I remember that moment clearly. Um, so I actually never intended to start a publishing company. It's just the first like thing that sort of hit that we've been able to replicate. And, you know, whenever I have an idea, I'm like, Oh, this could be an incredible book. Like right now I'm like, Ooh, soul of summer. Like there's something about summer. There's an energy here that leaders could like pull forward. Like, okay. But my first vision for soul excellence, because the term soul excellence came to me on a women's retreat, three, four years ago now, like I imagine the first thing that I would do would like lead something in person. And that's what I was planning on doing like March of 2020. I'm like, okay, like we're all going to fly in and hug each other and kiss each other on the cheek. You know, like that was the plan. Um, <laughs> and then people got a little skittish. So I was like, okay, well like, let's write, we'll do things virtually. And, um, what's next for me though, is it's truly about helping. I want to focus more on women in leadership positions because what I found through my experience the last two years too, is like, I'm working with incredible women at massive companies and yet they truly are leading their teams in a very masculine way, which has been this learned behavior as in just like rigid structure. They also make themselves available 24 seven. Like they take no breaks. They're super burnt out even though like they're, it's like they're high functioning burnout, you know, it's like, they're still doing the things. And then if you look more closely, it's like, mm. and, um, and so really starting to help make this shift to feminine leadership and make the change within corporate. I think for some people like me and you, like, I can't be in corporate doing that work anymore, but I can work with the women who still like, they have the, the tools and the wherewithal and the mindset to excel there. And yet they want to shift how they're showing up. And so the way that that's going to come through is through much more of the experiences that I imagined creating two years ago. And this past weekend, like I came across a brainstorm from back then that it was like, oh, oh my gosh, like it's been there the whole time. And you know, I'm super inspired from, um, you, you mentioned athlete of like, physical challenges in the real world and like movement and being in nature. And so like the, the soul excellence leadership mastermind to help these women is going to be everything that like, I just love in one experience to help them make that shift and say, you know, what? I know you've been leading your team this way. You know, that it doesn't feel great for some reason. <laughs> and I'm going to show you how, like, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. And we're going to do the inner work, but also the external journey. And by that, I mean, I'm super inspired by the Camino de Santiago, um, the way of St. James pilgrimage. I've been on it two different times and it speaks to me so much because it's this idea of, you know, you're walking, like we're all, we are going through this world solo, 
And yet we are collaborating and connecting with other pilgrims or people along the way seeking some destination. And right now for a lot of people, that destination is not very soul aligned. It's just what they expect it's actually what they think other people think they should want. Right. So the destination looks like, Oh, it's a certain salary marker. It's a certain zip code. It's a certain school that they want their kids to go to. And what I want to help these women do is really reimagine what that destination looks like. And then as we're traveling the way together through the soul excellence leadership mastermind with other women, this is where the being seen, the transformation and the vitality piece, like getting that vitality back is, is super, super important. So it's actually taking a lot of the experiences we've done through publishing and online. And now let's bring it into, I say the real world, but like the physical world, we're actually we are going to get together. We are going to be in person. Like all of this is happening. And, um, really it's all because I want, I want women to realize that, um, my big mission is this free and flourishing society. And I think what I've come to realize the last two years, um, as I do feel like freedom has been like externally restricted in many ways, I think I'm like, okay, that's not even the point. The point is people have to really feel a sense of inner freedom and want it and feel it and release whatever's weighing them down so we can create a free society. Like it can't be solved the external first. So I really want women to experience that so that they're not so um, <laughs> stressed in the workplace. And also, who knows, maybe realize they're here for something bigger, which I think most of us are that we realize. Yeah. And I think you do such a you're you're truly a bridge for these people because you speak their language. You know, you can. Yeah dip your toes in both of the waters and they feel held because people in, in, in corporate positions would really struggle to be held by someone who's probably never had that experience or can understand. I think so. Um, and it's something I, I've, I think it's taken me a while, a while to accept that because like, I have so much love the last two years being in what the corporate world would consider the world of woo, the world of healing, of investing my money and my time in things like learning spiritual companioning, learning intimacy and communication, learning things that like, I, I forget, right. That my corporate counterparts, like their minds don't go like they haven't been exposed to that world yet. So like, I love being over here learning. And I think I've just recently been like, right, Kaylee, but you're in the perfect position to now be that teacher for those women who like you didn't, didn't know what they didn't know and how a lot of the answers are not going to be found in the next quarterly offsite that their company runs in any program that HR runs. That's like going to talk to you about health and well being. Like, Oh my God, that program is going to tell you to move your eyes away from the computer and stretch your wrist so you don't get carpal tunnel and drink water. And somehow that's going to solve, you know, your well-being challenges. And it's like, okay, that's not it people. No, <laughs> so, no. Um, I think I've had to accept a little bit more that I have come from this world. Like I, I have a history of like cut and run, cut and run. And it's like, Kaylee, this is what I'm solving for too. Like you, um, it's like, yeah, I don't like working with people who aren't also high achievers, like have, have done that. And now, now they're at that moment where they're like, is this all there is? And this is the shift from like intellect to intuition and being that bridge. Um, but I'm like, oh yeah, Kaylee, like that's, that's who you are. <laughs> Stop running from that. Cause I can't work with the woo world 
and teach them corporate stuff because it's that's like a whole language thing too, where I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. So it's like I have to really help the corporate executive crew. Um, because honestly, I've been working with them since right out of college. Like that's been our my audience audience the entire time. And I love them. Like they the things they do are incredible. I don't know how they do it. I'm like, oh gosh, and if you just had some more like well-being, clarity, you know, all of the stuff that soul excellence can give you, like I know it would be even more amazing. Yeah. And I'll just reflect this one back to you because I feel like it's almost just marketing 101. And you mentioned this before with the first book where you did have to appeal to the ego. And it's like, sometimes we have to meet them at the front door where they, they like the color. They're familiar with the color of it. They understand what the door looks like. And then behind the door, you build that trust to give someone an experience of something they couldn't have even fathomed in their own mind. And (laughs) that's the part I've struggled the most with in building the business is like really wanting to like be in the like ethereal feeling world and like forgetting this past of like, no, you want to, Oh, it's like, I'm teaching how you publish, like write your book and get published, you know, how to lead your teams and how to live a life of well-being. Like those, those, the marketing one-on-one, like those are the doors that I can meet people at. And then I know behind the scenes, like what we're actually going to do to help actually solve that problem, reach that goal. And in a way that's just going to blow your mind and think differently about what you're even here for. So but I forget that all the time. So thank you for the reminder too. It's like, (laughs) you're welcome. I know we touched on it a little bit, but one of the main reasons I wanted to have this show of She Builds Empires was to highlight the woman who's building something freaking amazing, but also talk about who she is behind and beyond the business, you know, even without the business, like who is Kaylee just as Kaylee? (laughs) Uh, I know people can't see my face, but I feel like, um, blushing. So I feel like, I feel like the real Kaylee is, is, is really embodied by these two pictures that I have of myself. One's from six, one's from seven. And, you know, the six-year-old picture is, you know, me hands on my hips, chest puffed out, I've got a ballet slipper sweatshirt on that I made with my grandmother. I have a scrunchie that is like multicolored around my wrist. And then my favorite part is there's the blue hair of a troll that's in my pocket. <laughs> and I'm standing on the rocks in a, a called the marginal way in Southern Maine, where like I, I've gone every year of my life. And when I see that picture, I'm like, oh, like that's who Kaylee is. This like very confident, very creative, very fun, loving, little bit mischievous girl who like really likes to create and have fun. And then, um, I have this picture and uh, my grandma sent me that she sends us these in Christmas cards, like five years ago. And it's, it's part of this journey to be like, Oh, cause when I received that picture, I felt so serious, so structured. Mm-hmm. So like, there's not enough hours in the day to do what I want. So like, I, again, I just felt like flatlined and I saw this picture and the energy of it. I'm like, Oh, how do like, who's that? Per-? Like, I want to know her, you know? And I'm like, but you, you are her Kaylee, like just, just be that person. And, um, and so I feel uh, the picture I have behind me too, is like, I'm wearing a, uh, it's on my fridge. I'm wearing a like fall colored floral dress with a big bow headband to match. 
and like pearls. And what I love about that is like, there is like an elegant sophistication quality to first grade Kaylee school picture. That's also me too. And, uh, <laughs> so I feel like at this moment in time, I, um, I didn't realize because I grew up very much wanting to meet and exceed society's expectations of me. And now I'm like, Ooh, okay. It turns out those standards weren't even the right ones, or they weren't even that high. If I look at it through the lens of character. And so for me, like, who am I? I'm like, yeah, I love waking up and going to my favorite coffee shop. I love doing yoga in the morning or going on a run. I love being able to have conversations like this. I love being able to write. I love being able to bike to the beach and jump in the ocean. Like I love being able to now like be more in the rhythm of life versus fitting myself into a structure that I thought was like the only structure and the best structure. Um, <laughs> and it turns out like, no, like I want that freedom. I want that flexibility. I want that space to create. And I want to do it oftentimes in person with people. So like I'm here in Fort Lauderdale, Every day, it's like, I'm going to dance and seeing my friends. I'm going to the coffee shop to see, uh, we're not even really friends. We just know, like, there's the guy next to me that's always writing. There's this guy next to me. Like, we know each other. And like, I love that so much. And um, yeah, I'm also, uh, I'm, it's like, I'm leading people in the work, but I'm doing the work too. And that's just something that I really, really admire about myself is I haven't backed down from the last 10 years of transforming myself, of transforming habits, of being more real with who I am. Um, you know, more like my, my coming out journey has been a big part of that, of being like, Oh, I'm out. Okay. No, I'm kind of afraid. Oh, I'm out. Okay. No, I'm kind of afraid. Like, so all of that, just being like, okay, I, I don't just talk it like I really do <laughs> and it's hard and it's uncomfortable. And yet I get to meet so many incredible people along the way. And I didn't realize that I'm as much of a people person as I am. You know, that's something too, that I looked at that picture. I'm like, Oh, that girl wants to like play with people, you know? And I was shutting that off for a while too, because it was more like, okay, what's the value we can exchange in business. This is like, you know, late twenties, like it, and it wasn't that fun. So fun, freedom, and um, kind of just loving life is is who I am right now. Yeah. And it's so beautiful to watch and witness this because when we see people having these experiences and reflecting like this, we say to ourselves, oh, it is possible. I can run a highly successful business, you know, experience challenges, discomfort, all the things <laughs> that come with it. And it's okay. And also enjoy life because we're here to live, not to be constant constricted stress bunnies. And, and we are addicted to the stress. People are, you know, I've been working within a company for the last two months. And so I've been sitting in and actually leading like our weekly VP meetings and it's been so interesting to be, it's like, I'm in it, but I'm also observing it. And I'm, I'm seeing people one up each other of how much they worked. It's the same. It's like, how much did you work over the weekend? Here's how much work I made my team do over the weekend. Like, oh no, I don't have time for that because I'm so busy. And I'm just like, I'm watching this whole thing with like kind of a smirk on, like it doesn't have to be this way, you know? Um, but there's like a status to it. There's a, there's like, everyone feels like they have to. And so we need more people like you or like me who can show, 
yeah, there's another model yeah. and you can still achieve wealth. You can still have the family relationships. You could still have incredible call. Like you'll actually have way more than you thought. If you like let go though, of some of the attachment that you have to some of those old stories. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So well said. I just love our conversations always. And I'd love for you to share how people can get in contact with you. If you've anything fun, you have the mastermind, you have the publishing, let us know. How can we know Kaylee more? Yeah. So, um, I definitely recommend everyone check me out on LinkedIn. I've been sharing a lot more videos directly to LinkedIn specifically about our next multi-author book project. As I've shared, like I, I, I tend to just be like, Ooh, what feels fun for me and trust that like, that's going to call in people who also think it's fun. And so our next multi-author book project is called the soul of summer. And the vision is like, Ooh, how do we bottle up the fun energy of summer? Or maybe it's not fun. Maybe you've gone through a loss this summer, uh, like whatever it is, how do we bottle that up and know during like the busy times of like Q4 or kicking off Q1, we can actually come back to the energy of summer at any point. And I'm like, Oh, I just love this idea. Cause I used to hate summer. I was all about fall, go, go, go like generator energy, like college football. So definitely on LinkedIn, um, to learn how to be a part of that process. And then my website or my Instagram is really where I'll be sharing a lot more about the soul excellence leadership mastermind for women. We're kicking off in November. It'll run through the first half of 2023. And so for anyone who's just ascended to a new leadership position, who wants to start something new, um, who views themselves of like, Hmm, like things are fine, but wouldn't it be cool if, and are not really sure where to turn. This is really who the mastermind is for is to start bringing in that intuition um, to create new venture, new business, new leadership, like, uh, capability within yourself. So Instagram website, um, you know, just Google me, (laughs) (laughs) just Google, Google simple. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. What a fun, what a fun conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Bridget. I love what you're doing. And, you know, the empire language is, I've been thinking of like Kaylee's kingdom, but it's more, it's, it's how are we sovereign? How are we in this queen energy where we don't have to be doing it all, but we do have to stand for something. And so I think in building an empire, it's what do you stand for? Yes. Mic drop. We are complete. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here and loving this channel these episodes and really you are an empire builder you listening to this show whether you acknowledge it or not whether you realize it or not you are creating ripples in this world and for me just by planting the seeds of listening to things and people that inspire me i was able to grow in ways that i never thought possible so allow this episode today to be just that for you. Allow the episode that you listen to later on this week to do just the same. I'm so grateful for your presence and your ability to listen and receive this incredible information by these incredible humans. Congrats that you are building your empire in your own way and make sure to subscribe, follow, leave a review, tag us on Instagram at She Builds Empires Podcast. And I would love to then re-tag you and re-share you to the story. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have to share a little bit of an outro reflection after interviewing Kaylee on this episode. 
right? We talked a lot about how to bring the heart back into business, how to bring intuition back into what it is that we do. And it's been an interesting experience over the last, I would say, six months or so. You know, Exalted Publishing House is amazing. And we have, we're now up to working with about 140 authors across 14 countries, which is like amazing, amazing, amazing. And at the same time, I started to feel like my heart and my soul and my my love and my joy weren't as much there anymore. And in the last couple of weeks and after this interview with Kaylee, it was like, what, what do I want to be doing? How do I want to be spending my time? Where is my heart? Where is my soul? And I feel like I'm coming back home. Part of the reason that I wanted to bring visibility on purpose, our new media training school, my colleague Lydia Bagarosa and I are putting this together to help business owners rock the mic, rock the stage, rock the screen, pitch themselves, branding, speaking, all of the things to help them feel worthy to do that. And part of the reason I wanted to do this is because, you know what I love most? I love most teaching. I love, love, love. I love teaching. I love bringing information for someone to respond to in their own way, right? I'm just a vessel. I'm a channel for a message. And when I do that and allow someone to take that information and do with what do with it what they desire for their heart's highest purpose, it lights me on fire. And I just feel reignited. I feel re-inspired. I feel like I listen to my intuition here. Because intellect-wise, we could absolutely grow this company to, you know, 250K this year and some incredible numbers. And yet, I wanted to create something new. I want to still do publishing and I wanted to create something new that nurtures my heart in this very now moment. So thank you, Kaylee, for your wise words. Thank you for this conversation. There's always something to learn. And that's what Visibility on Purpose is about. It's about the energetics, the heart behind your mission and what you do and how you can actually vocalize that out there to the world, how you can speak it, how you can feel it, how you can let emotions pass through your body and to someone else. So yes, we'll be doing all the nitty gritty, pitching, branding, positioning, laser messaging, speaking at interview skills, how to pitch yourself who to contact when you pitch yourself. But we're also going to talk about the energetics and I'm so excited. So if you want to join us, we are beginning September 15th. We are beta testing the program from September to December at the lowest rate it'll ever be, $17.97 US dollars. And that is a bargain, my friends, for three months of this type of intimate weekly support plus content. So you can send me a message, Bridget Eileen Cisco, on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or you can just follow the link below, sign up, and join me. Thank you so much. <laughs>